the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. I have a brand new biblical question, and they're updating my package now so I can remember what it was. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-7753. Jesse, J-E-S-S-E. And my brand new biblical question for this week, it's a doozy. And it just came out of a conversation we were having there with the experts. Did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example? Did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example. What an amazing question. You can get involved. By, I mean, we have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And um, if you're out and about anywhere in the whole wide world, whole world, you can uh, listen to the show on your iPhone, iPad, or iPad by calling the listen line on TalkStream Live at 641-793-1500. And also follow us, ring the bell, follow us on JLP Talk on Twitter, JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. Ring the bell, hit the like button. I think I heard hate mentioned in the hate news that the earthquakes that are happening over yonder. What's the name of that country? Did you hear that? Oh, you didn't hear? In Turkey. I think he said 50,000 people were dead. Isn't that right, Hake? 50,000 people dead from an earthquake, according to CNN, according to Hake News. 50,000, what are they sitting on over there? Between Turkey and Syria. Just think about that. 50,000 people dead from earthquakes. Between Turkey and Syria, but most of the deaths were in Turkey. What kind of land are they sitting on over there? Allah U Abba land? What the? What a mess. Anyway, 888-77-JESS. I want to go back to Adrian out of New York. And Adrian, your question for me is what? Um, so what I'm saying is that um, instead of just letting marinate what, what I know is exploding inside of me, 
I got to open my mouth, and I've been doing this for years, and just give unwanted, unsolicited advice, and it's embarrassing, and I don't want to do it anymore. And in the same breath that I tell my husband, I'm sorry, it's not you, it's me, then I turn around and I do it again. So I guess I, my question is, uh, if I've forgiven, if I've done all that, which you've told me a thousand times, maybe I just need you to give me a <laughs> word, just just say stop it or something, because I, I it's just, it's unbelievable, and it and it won't and it won't. The thoughts just won't stop, and I have to stop every three minutes and just stand still for a minute. Is that that thing that you mentioned yesterday in church? Um, you said something towards the end of the service where it's just coming up. That's the storm. Is that what that is, Jesse? What you're you doing, know? without a doubt, without a doubt, you're listening and worshiping the devil by being so anxious to speak out about what you think you know, right? And you think it's you that's telling you, oh, you need to respond. You need to tell them this. It's the same thing the Bible thumpers do when they read the Bible. The devil tell mm-hmm. them to quote scripture to everybody that they run into, and they um, they believe and think that that's coming from them. So when the thoughts are telling you, when the thoughts tell you you need to respond, don't do it. This is why you got to be really grow into being very aware of thoughts. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. And so when you do it now, you feel guilty because you are somewhat aware now. You, you have awakened. You can now see, and you're seeing how silly it is. So when, when you do find yourself obeying the thoughts and, and speaking up when you shouldn't, and you feel the pain of it, go through the pain. Go through the storm, and you'll overcome that. And eventually, you'll be able to speak when you need to speak and be quiet when you need to be quiet. Okay, so uh, real quick. So even though I can't change me, maybe just go by the pain when I hear, when, when when I'm not even conscious sometimes, just keep my mouth shut. Don't even say a word. Right. Just don't say a word. Absolutely. Just leave it be because it'll work itself out. It will, it will 100% work itself out. There's nothing you and I or anyone else can do to change it. Only the light, only the truth, only the natural nature of God can change it. You cannot change it. You just need to see it within yourself and it'll change itself. The light will change the so darkness. I should count this as joy because the pain I'm feeling and the constant seeing that I'm seeing is what's already been there, but now I'm right. 100%. Okay. 100%. And, and so just, and again, just know it's not you, but it's that spirit that made a home in you, but you have identified with it all your life. Now you're starting to overcome it. And the real you will happen. Don't worry. It'll come naturally. Okay. All right. I'll call you again soon. Be well, all of you. You too. And, uh, thank thank you. you so much. All right. I appreciate all right. you. Okay. All right. 888-7753. We're dealing with the Scott Adams speaking the truth about just getting away from the blacks. There's nothing you can do to help them. And so he's going back, just going to get into a nice white neighborhood and just be done with it. Finally. A white man, and now he's not the only one that's telling to 
But he finally said, okay. And I, he knew what was going to happen. They're going to drop his work on his, in the papers and whatever. But love is more important to him than anything else. Let me go to, there's a line open at 888-775-3773. Let me go out to New York and talk to Orlando. Orlando, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning. Yes, I wanted to state, you know, uh, with, uh, about moving out of the black area. Oh, you're referring to what Scott said, that he is going to... Hold on, Orlando. I want to just play that. Let's play that sound back again for this third hour in case someone didn't see it. So this is from CBS News, folks. Hold on, Orlando. Don't hang up, all right? Uh, I want to just play it for for this top of the hour, folks. Um, and uh, this is from CBS News. S- several media outlets dropped Dibbert comment strip following an episode of the YouTube show Real Coffee with Scott Adams. Adams referenced a survey. This man even telling he was a survey that asked whether people agree with the statement, it's okay to be white. Watch this. Uh, well, Rasmussen poll uh, had a uh, provocative little poll today. They said, uh, do you agree or disagree with the statement, uh, it's okay to be white? 26% of blacks said uh, no. It's not okay to be white. 21% weren't sure. Add them together, that is 47% of black respondents were not willing to say it's okay to be white. So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the away. <laughs> Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where you know, I have a very low black population. Because unfortunately, the, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when, when he notes that the, when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. And so I'm going to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life and I've been... The only outcome is I I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. (laughs) The most helpful thing I can do is to say I'm not going to help. Do you understand that? 
continuing to help in, in that sort of, you know, classic, oh, let me help you, give you, a, you know, a lift up, give you a hand, you know, mentor you, hire you, prefer you. I'm going to stop all of that. I'm done with all of that. Yeah, no, it didn't work. The only thing that will work is to say, you got to fix your own problem. You know how you know how to do it. Focus on education, and you could have a good life too. But those who don't want to focus on education, you just need to get away from them. Um, and I'm also really sick of seeing video after video of black Americans beating up non-black citizens. I'm kind of over it. I'm over it. Amazing. Common sense, huh? It's just plain old common sense. And unfortunately, common sense ain't common no more in America. Can you imagine who are these people to tell you that you cannot say it's okay to be white? Who are these people that even think that way? You can say it's okay to be black, but you can't say it's okay to be white. And who are you to tell someone what they can or cannot say? Think about that. Smoke on that. How you going to, you ain't nobody mama. And mama can't even tell you what you can or cannot say. And this is white man land. White people founded this country, created the greatest country on this side of heaven with the help of God. And somebody going to tell you what you can and cannot say? Scott is absolutely right. You got to let go at some point. It ain't working. Why don't you see it ain't working? Matter of fact, they're attacking white people, and white people go to court and try to help them, and they get beat up for it. And, 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 and Scott referred to Don Lemon. So Don Lemon referred to something that Bill O'Reilly said. And so Don Lemon responds back in 2013, was a response to Bill O'Reilly on Fox News there. Don Lemon in 2013, before he started talking about racism. Watch this. Raised without much structure, young black men often reject education and gravitate towards the street culture, drugs, hustling, gangs. Nobody forces them to do that. Again, it is a personal decision. He is right about that too. But in my estimation, he doesn't go far enough. If you really want to fix the problem, here's just five things that you should think about doing. Here's number five. Pull up your pants. Respect where you live. Start small by not dropping trash, littering in your own communities. I've lived in several predominantly white neighborhoods in my life. I rarely, if ever, witness people littering. Finish school. You want to break the cycle of poverty? Stop telling kids they're acting white because they go to school or they speak proper English. Just because you can have a baby, it doesn't mean you should, especially without planning for one or getting married first. More than 72% of children in the African-American community are born out of wedlock. That means absent fathers. And the studies show that lack of a male role model is an express train right to prison. Amen. As a matter of fact, white people pick up litter. Remember in Baltimore where the blacks went over there and trashed the area? White folks went and picked it up. Like, what the? 
Remember when there was a time in America when people just told the truth out of love like that? My, 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 have things changed. 888-775-3773. So do you agree or disagree with Scott Adams? Finally, thank you, Scott. Let me go quickly back to Orlando out of New York. Orlando, go ahead now. Thank you for holding. All right. Uh, what Scott Adams said, oh, to move away from, you know, or move to a, a low black populated area. Yeah, move to the white that area. That's not the answer because you you find cities and towns that are are that have the same exact problem where you live in a nice neighborhood, you go to a, a certain area border and you go there, it's still all white people, but they're doing the same violence, the same crimes and everything. Where and is I, that? I like say, where for the are you white or black? Uh, neither. What are you? I'm I'm in between. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm a white Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. And so where is, where are these areas that you're saying that they're doing what the blacks are doing to their areas? Well, you look at anywhere across America where there is a lot of poverty, all right? It's poverty. It's not the color because... In, in places where it's over 90% white, you still have that area where, you know, the, the poor people live, you know, and they're all poor white people, and they all do the same exact violence. No, but white, so people, pick up, white people pick up trash. Even the poor white people, they keep their area clean to the best they can, whereas the blacks tend not to do that at all. Oh, you have to go to you, you. The thing is that you're not looking at the poor uh, cities and towns where it's like all where white because <laughs> just take your pick. No, tell take me one. Pick. Tell me start one. Start with the ten. Start with the ten states. No name. It, what I'm asking, Orlando. I can name you a thousand states where the blacks are doing it. Gary, Indiana, Chicago, Illinois. All right. Uh, right. well, uh, Los well, Angeles, California, New York City. Uh, to, but tell me one place where majority whites live there, whether poor or rich, and it looked like the black neighborhoods. Well, I want to talk about the the real problem. No, I told you to name me. You said there are places where whites are doing the same thing. Name me one place. Look at the poor neighborhoods. Where? Google the top, the 10 states. Orlando, where? The 10 states that have over 90% white people. Uh, Orlando, where? All right. Well, just Google it. No, name one place. You mentioned that. So name one place where the majority of whites live there and that mess that the blacks create is there. If you look, it's like you don't even want to try to look and see if what I'm saying I'm asking is you, when you name the place and then I'll look. Tell me where. One place. One out of ten. Name one. Well, I'm telling you, 
I could. There's so many. Well, name oh, one out of the so many. Poor, poor neighborhood. Name one you know, out of the so many. You know, you're stuck on that one question, right? Because but you made the statement. To the actual point I want to make. No, because but you're Scott, stuck on that I mean, one Scott. question, and it's like a brick wall, right? Can we get past the brick wall? If you name one city where majority of whites are living there, where the poor rich. And it looked like a black neighborhood. Oh, there's too many to name. Well, name one. I don't want you, you to think, name many. You think that only I don't want you to name many black areas. I don't want you, you to name. That? I don't want you to name many. I want you to name one out of the many. Well, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. What? Yeah, look at uh, uh, the. Poor that, area. Amazing. Look at the poor area. Do you, see, and, and do you any, think that? Any, okay, you're not able. You're not even to name a place that majority of whites, right? You're trying to you're trying to specify one city when it's not one city. But you it's can't even name city. one city. But let and me ask, let's move, let's move on because of time. Hey, hey, hey. Violence. Hey, you said that. Hold on, hold on. I got a question. Are you saying that? Poverty causes crime? Well, th- we have to go back further and see what caused the poverty. Are you saying what that poverty, the, are you what, saying, give me a yes or no, are you saying right, that poverty causes crazy. crime? It's like you don't, you don't let me speak, you know. If you let me, could I just, could you give me 60 seconds without interrupting me? Yeah, answer that one question first seconds. and I give you 60 seconds. No, no, I'll answer the question after. All right, call me back then. You can't control it that way. You're making these statements, and you won't you won't follow up on them, and it's just, just not the way to communicate. Manning, there's a line open. Hey, call me back later, uh, Orlando, when you're ready to explain yourself. Manning is out of Los Angeles, 888-7753-773. Manning, you're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning, Jesse. How you doing, man? All is well, sir. Thanks for calling. All right. Uh, I'm just calling uh, that video that <clears throat> that you've been playing, the Scott, uh, what's his name, Scott what? Adams. Adams? Yeah. Um, you know, at some points he, he makes sense, but he's not, really do, he's not really doing too much. He's basically, again, what we preach, or what you preach, uh, a white man showing the white person how to run. Um, instead of he say being honest with the blacks and showing them love that way. Uh, if if he were to say, and again he, he did make a general statement saying all of them, all blacks. Uh, that I don't agree with that. He you didn't know, say he all. Say. He not didn't all, not all, but he did He did not say all. But as Sean mentioned, he he spoke, I guess, in what they call generality. But common sense yeah, like, will let you know that it's not all. You know, it seemed yeah. as though if. People know, even if you don't say not all, you, common sense will let you know not all. Yeah, I get it. I understand. I understand. And that, you were doing it based on that poll, and the, uh, based on the poll, it was 50%. Right. I, I understand that. I'm just saying the fact that he's the same thing, picking up and running. He's picking up and run. Run How's away, run away. Well, he's trying to move away from the black. Well, I mean, if you running. can't help somebody... 
isn't it best to drop it and, and you go and live your life, move away from it? How's that running? He tried to help. He tried to help. He tried to help. He tried to help. And then he realized that the blacks don't even think it's okay to, to be white. Ain't but, nothing but else Jesse, you can what, do. That's not running. Jesse, that's what these, I'm how, sorry, Jesse, but that's what these liberals get for pandering to the blacks for so long. But how's that themselves. running, though? How's that running? Because I'm sure how you said, I've been trying to help the blacks, pandering to them, probably taking needs and other stuff for the so-called blacks. But yeah, now that he can't help anymore, because, again, evil turns on itself always. It turned on him. So now he's saying, well, you know, with that poll that he had. And again, I understand common sense. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to debate anything. I'm just speaking from, I just feel right. like it's been a big yeah, emotional response. Yeah. yeah but how know, is it running, though? He's saying, I can't help. You should do the what same thing with your children. If you can't help yeah. your children after a while, you just give up. Okay. Go and do Yeah, suffer. you know, I I understand. But to say that, oh, move away. I mean, like, for example, my, my nephew's half black. He's not going to be raised with the notion of, well, I'm this, I'm that. No, it's, hey, wait a minute. It's not about your skin color. It's about your morale, your values, and the way you're brought up. So, again, to make it like, oh, I'm going to run, because I'm going to move away, because like, I, I know I can't help the blacks. I'm not here to help the blacks. I mean, it's like, you can't help anybody. We all know that. You know, it's, it's common sense. But to say something like, oh, just move away, move away, it's like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why doesn't that uh, make that sense? Why would you want to stay in a neighborhood where it's messy and you've tried to help but you couldn't help? Why not just move away from it and let them have their hell? Well, that's common sense, right? To do but that, that, right? But running, though? Because he's making it about race, about, oh, It is uh, about the blacks. the blacks. The blacks said that, in that poll, said that it's not okay to be white. So it is about race. I mean, even that's dumb, right? Like, even that's dumb. Like, the blacks saying that in that poll is taking place. It's just so dumb to me. It's like, it's a low-level type of argument, low-level type, like, consciousness. But even, like, real thought out. That, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying that he's wrong, this and that. Again, it's just basically, to me, it's like, that video that, again, to me, from, from what I see, it's like a very emotional response, which is kind of rare to see that. But, but when is it okay um, to run? I mean, why why do you call it running, though? He said he's giving up. He's going to go live his life. He's going to live in a safe neighborhood. He's going to live in a neighborhood where it is okay to be white. How's that? I, yeah, I get that. But how's that, that, uh, uh, like, how's that running? Because he's saying move away from them, and I get that. Why I get should all he that stay? Concept. Why should he stay? He, no, he shouldn't. Stay. I'm sure he doesn't live in the projects, Jesse. He probably lives in a liberal area, and that's what they get for pandering to the blacks their whole life. Right, but why now, should he blacks, stay? He shouldn't stay. He shouldn't. Nobody should stay in their house. I mean, you can if you want. <laughs> I get it. I know, but why do you I, call it running away then? Because he's saying picking up and moving away. Like if he lives in the projects or something. You know, that's, that's, my only, that's my only point. It just seems like the big emotional response. That's it. Okay. That's how, you know, yeah. But I want to ask a biblical question, man. Oh, okay. To do that. Let me ask you this first. Is it okay to be white? Of course. It's okay to be. I, you know what? As a matter of fact, I don't agree even with that because I, I don't really judge on skin. I'm a Hispanic. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going wrong. I'm a Hispanic. I mean, I, it just doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, I don't even want to say I'm a Christian, but I believe in Christian values. I'm not really into the Bible, but when I read the Bible, it kind of resonates with my life. And I agree with a lot of Christianity's teachings. It's okay to so, be white. Yes. It's okay to be white. It's okay to be black. It's okay to be Mexican. It's okay to be Puerto Rican. It's okay to be whatever. A Jew, it's okay to be whatever. So is but it again, okay to be white? Yes, of course. 
Okay, the biblical question. Yeah. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> come on, Jesse, you're my guy, man. You know, come on, man. The biblical question, yeah. did Jesus Christ help anyone by being an example? Yes, he did. And who did he help by being an example? Uh, he helped the spiritual pers- the spiritual aspect of every person to overcome the spiritual fallen state. Meaning, uh, you can live like that with perfect peace. You can't give up the fight. You can't give up. And again, it comes down to this lower consciousness type of fighting in this world. It, in reality, it doesn't even make any sense. It's so dumb. It's like at a certain point, we understand, hey, I can't do nothing. You know, I, I can't do anything. I can't, I can't defeat evil with evil. And you go back to love. You go back to, hey, I give up. That's cool, man. I'll take the heat. It is what it is. But my saying is always, the real will always prevail, Jesse, no matter what. The yeah. real is the real. You can't, yeah. you can't see logic. Logic is real, reality. Amazing. So, yeah, Jesse, you know, I, I understand, you know, he did show us to overcome the spiritual aspect. Because in reality, we're not even, we're not skin color, we're, we're a spirit. That's we're a spirit sure. that, yeah. when, we, when we understand, when we understand that, huh, we're untouchable. Humanity is untouchable. Well, but again, you. how you always say... Uh, Thank you, man. I'm, I got to take a break. I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. Thank you, buddy. Back in a moment. 888 Jesse. Back in a moment. I'm 32 years old now, and I've been I, I've been clinically depressed since I was 17 years old, and ever since I started listening to you a couple of months ago, bro, I don't even need to hear the word depression. I don't even care about that because that's not anything that I identify with anymore. Nice. I'm 100% cured. I'm 100% better because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, and I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you, and I just can't even... You know, begin to tell you how much I really appreciate the things that you're doing for young men. Young men need to hear this, and young men need to know this message that you're delivering because it's important. It's vital to their lives, Jesse. I just wanted to let you know that. That's amazing. I mean, you made my day, man. When I hear one soul has returned to the Father, it's like a thousand. It's better than silver and gold. So God bless you, man. We're going to get to your super chats in a minute here. Number one, the Hake Report is coming up. H-A-K-E, the Hake Report.com at the top of this hour. 
from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time, heard around the world by everybody and their mama, and James Hake is on fire. He ain't wearing that good hair for nothing. He's on fire from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And uh, men's form this Thursday night, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, at 7 p.m. every first Thursday night for men only, third Thursday night for ladies only, and Sunday mornings for every, at 11 a.m. Pacific time for everybody and their mama. And their mama. Check out our merch at rebuildingtheman.com slash store. Rebuildingtheman.com slash store. And for personalized shout-outs, and I do them myself, you can go to Cameo, C-A-M-E-O dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Birthday shout-outs, encouragement shout-outs, congratulations, shout-outs, weddings, whatever it might be. Cameo, C-A-M-E-O dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing, huh? I want, there's one line open, folks, 888-7753-773, Jesse. We're talking about Scott Adams, and it's okay to be white. He realized that, according to a poll he had there, that at least 50% of the blacks don't think it's okay to be white, or not sure, in their own country. Let me go, there's one line open at 888-7753-773. Alex, out of Florida. Alex, welcome to the show, you. On the air. Jesse. Yes, sir. Amazing. Amazing. He black. What's up, man? <laughs> All is well. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you black. Hey, first, I just, wanted, I, just, I just wanted to start by saying, man, you give me so much joy and happiness. Like, I watch your videos and... Man, I, although I agree with a lot of you say and don't agree with some stuff you say, you make me laugh, man. <laughs> you are a funny guy. And, are you uh, able to give me one your... example of something that I say that you don't agree with? Yes, absolutely. So here's okay. one thing. Um, and I was actually talking to one of my friends who's actually black, and uh, I grew up with him. He's my best friend. And, um, you know, he was trying to explain to me, because I, I do agree that, you know, the liberals um, blame you know, the white people for holding black people back, and even though they have all the same rights and things like that nowadays. Um, and he was saying, well, do you think, like, year one after slavery was, you know, abolished, do you think that blacks at that point even needed some help in kind of catching up with the rest of society? And I think you would disagree with that, right? So that's the question he asked you, or are you asking me? So that's that's the that's the answer he posited to me when I was talking to him about you know the fact that why do we still need to help black people and and women when everybody has the same rights like I don't understand and he was telling me that well you know because we had so, you know slavery wasn't even that long ago really if you think about it, it didn't really end how long I mean, ago was, like, was it how long ago was it it was like a hundred years right not even like a hundred years ago a hundred and fifty years ago. Yeah, it was like, uh, but in the night, yeah, in the night, in the eighteen sixties, was um, hundred and fifty years so ago. Right after that, hundred and fifty years ago. So, how long would the blacks complain? 
Well, did you know it was 150 think, years ago since slavery ended in America? Well, I said 100. I still don't know if it's 150, though. I, yeah, I it's 150. It's long enough. I, I just still don't know if it's long enough to completely say, okay, like, they're good. We don't need any help. But I do think, you know, there needs to be like a happy meeting. Let's go back to between, something, Alice. It's 150 okay. years ago. How much more time do they need? Um, well, we probably have to look at history and see how long it took other people to assimilate and to equal out in other Alex, societies. I'm not Alex, sure. Alex, how much more time do the black need? It's been 150 years ago. Yeah, but they didn't Between like, get 20 and right, 20 right after 120. 20 and 23 uh, minus 1865 is more than 150 years. Mm-hmm. But when did even like redlining stop? Like redlining was pretty, pretty recent, right? It was only that wasn't one hundred and fifty years. Why is redlining a bad thing? If these folks don't pay, if you bought, if you sold them a house, would you want them to pay you? Yeah, maybe I don't understand. And what if redlining they didn't is, pay right? you for the house, what would you do? Would you keep loaning them money? Um. No, I mean, we live in capitalist society. So, so why is redlining bad? Well, because redlining was manipulated. But in that time, there was still, like, racism was pretty, I mean, it wasn't 2000, you know? Like, why is redlining bad if they ain't going to pay the money back? Because you shouldn't segregate people based on race. So it wasn't based on race, it was based on bad credit. But why did they have bad credit? We just released because they didn't pay the money back. Hundred years ago, they didn't pay the money. They didn't pay for it. Like whites had like two hundred years of prosperity. Let's go back to something else because you're jumping all over the place. I want to go back a hundred and fifty years ago or so. Slavery Uh ended. How much more time do the blacks need? Uh, I would say maybe another. I would say another hundred should definitely be good. <laughs> What's wrong with them? No. They're so dumb that you need another hundred years. Well, it just seems like in certain parts they haven't really caught up to us economically. So uh, I think this is why, like, you uh, see caught Harvard up to who? Like, uh, white. So what that mean? Caught up to you? Like economically, they haven't caught up. Like the median income for blacks is not caught up to the median income for white people. Have you caught Even up you, to yeah. Donald Trump income? Uh, no. <laughs> Donald you, Trump is like 1%. Have you caught up to the guy that owned Twitter income? No. Have you caught up to Maxine Waters income? Ugh, he's disgusting. Have you caught up to her income? Is she black? Yeah, she's black. She's definitely black. Have you caught up to her income? Side, uh, no, I haven't. And so why would you measure the blacks' income to someone else? Why would I, I don't really understand the question. I'm sorry. Well, you said they have not caught up to whites. Why would you yeah. measure black income to white income when white well, people when the, white people handle their finance better than blacks? White people handle their finances better than blacks? I think if you see, if you get like a middle eight, um, you know, someone that, works at Microsoft, a black person, and someone that works at Microsoft, a white person, I think they would handle their income about the same. But at, overall, I would say black people handle their income that? worse. Why do you think that? Because there well, are blacks who in, work 
there are blacks who work for Microsoft. And why mm-hmm. do you think they're managing their money the same as any other white person who works for Microsoft? I don't think they are. I think the, the blacks that are managing their money poorly are the poor blacks that are uneducated. And that goes for and white whose people fault too. is like, that? But it's also a cultural thing. Like blacks are encouraged whose to spend money is to that? impress women. Who, hey, hey, hey. Whose um, fault is that? Whose fault is what specifically? Them the so-called their money? black poor is not managing his or her money as well as the, the white. Who fault is that? Who fault is that? I mean, I don't think it's that simple, but I think the black Who's community needs to take responsibility. Whose fault is the black... that? Whose fault is that? Amazing. Uh, the black community? <laughs> yeah. And so how are you going to blame that on the whites then? Well, because they... Like, I'm not saying they were racist and they, like, well, they were racist at the time and enslaved people, but you can't, like, 150 totally years them. ago, first of yeah, all, there's no such thing as racist. There's no such thing. So let me ask you this, then I got to run. Uh-huh. When I was okay. growing up, blacks did way better than the blacks today. If slavery uh-huh. affected blacks today, why didn't it affect them then? Well, I don't know your experience. I don't know what you're talking about. I was black. Like, black. I grew up in Alabama. Better. I grew up on a uh-huh. plantation. I grew up on a Jim Crow mm-hmm. laws. And yet, what do you mean by blacks, they were doing blacks were doing better then than they are today. How? What like happened? How did they skip? Like you mean in in like the terms of they were getting manly, uh, married and starting families? They were doing better they were doing better area. economically. They were doing better financially. Even economically, they were doing better. Hey, hey. They own land. They bought land. I have family members who, I, I have one aunt, she and her husband got married. They bought Buku land. They had 19 children or so. And all the kids graduated high school, went to college and everything else. Why were black doing better when I was growing up than they are today if slavery is affecting well, them? Well, progressives destroyed the family. And You're not so, answering my question, I mean, man. Oh, I'm sorry. What's the, what's the Why question? is it that blacks did better when I was growing up than more better when I was growing up than they are today? Why is that? Well, I don't agree with your premise. So Why not? I can't answer the question. Why don't you agree with that? Well, if you look at statistics and numbers, I mean, it's clear that the blacks weren't doing that well overall economically during the Jim Crow. And why do you say that? Well, numbers. Well, how were they able to buy land? Well, I mean, how was Elon Musk able to buy Twitter? No, let's go back to the blacks in those days. How were they able to buy land back then? I I don't, I mean, I don't know of any massive, mass amount of black people during that time buying land. I don't know of that. and, And so you don't know why they were able to buy land back then? Well, it may have happened to certain, like, small groups of black people, but not overall. How do you know? Nothing happened happened to people overall. Yeah, but we can look at median, right? Why are you so willing to have excuses for these people, man? Help me. Let me ask you this one question, then I ask you that. Mm -hmm. Um, Were the black families much better, doing better when I was growing up? That I would probably say yes. And yeah, what happened sure. that they're not doing that now then? Well, progressivism has ruined the family. So they you blame somebody else for that too, right? You want me to blame the black community? Well, it's partially the black community's fault for being manipulated. But, and so who fault I mean, is gotta, it then? Progressive well, or I mean, the blacks? Well, black progressives too, so. 
Who far is it? The blacks or progressive? Um, I would say the progressives more than the blacks. And so who far is it that when you don't do things well, who far is that? I mean, that's my fault. And so why would you blame them? You give yourself more love than you would give the blacks. I, because I was raised in like a middle class family. So I kind of had like a better opportunities than some blacks do. Like I had a better starting point, you know? No, blacks have a better than you because they're black. They can get it free. They don't. They can get a university without even <laughs> earning Wait, it. Jesse, amazing. You said that, like, you know, we always talk about how a lot of these black-run cities are, like, impoverished, right? So they're not doing so well. And whose fault is that? Well, I don't think it's that simple, Jesse. we got to look at history. We have to look at economics. It's not, you know. I know you like to simplify things, and I respect that, but it's not. I don't think it's that simple. There's not one person in America that's impoverished. Except the poor, impoverished people, right? No. No? What about the people like living on the street in California, that horrible... They have decided state? that they wanted to live there. And they're still not impoverished. Yeah, they're still and, not impoverished because they're feeding the people. They're giving them free drugs. Right. They're, Absolutely. They're everything. So they're not impoverished. But they're impoverished not because, well, partially because, I mean, we all have to take responsibility for ourselves, but we can also look at the fact that California has policies on the books that encourage homelessness. And whose fault is it that the people that go for it? Well, that would probably be the liberals. (laughs) Probably be the liberals' fault. No, uh, it's the person that's taking it fault. It's not the liberal fault. I see what you're saying. There's definitely a, you know, we definitely need to have more of an accountability, you know, for ourselves in this country, for sure. 100% agree with you. But, you re- know, there's certain people that, you know, sorry, go ahead. I remember once Larry Elders, Elder said, uh, Larry Elder said on uh, my friend Larry, he said on CNN, if black Americans were a country, it would be the mm-hmm. 15th wealthiest nation in the world. If it's black America like were a country, a of- it would be uh-huh. the 15th wealthiest country, nation in the world. Well, you, you know that? what? I got to run, Alice. Thank you, man. Oh, okay. Amazing, Amazing call. Stop Love making you. excuses. God bless you, Jesse. You too, buddy. And stop making uh, excuses for the blacks. All right. I got you. Is it okay to be white? Of course. All right. Thank you, man. All right. All right. Amazing. Amazing. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Amazing stuff. All right. Let's go back to church. Back to church. From Lady Becca 2.0, with seems to be a very generous donation. You are a gift sent from God himself, Jesse. Love you. Build black better. Thank you, Lady Becca. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> what? I was fast on the uh, switch here. <laughs> oh, um <laughs> And to hate you. from Piotr Robel, which now I know is just Peter, thank you, Jesse, <laughs> and the team for the best fellowship on this side of heaven. Happy birthday, Bond. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. 33 years of Bond this month. Thank you. Appreciate that. And from Clear Voice 1000, Congratulations on 33 years. Thanks, Jesse, for all you do and your life-changing message. Thank you. 
Appreciate that. Thanks for your support as well. And from Kohlberger Art with a very generous donation. Kohlberger Art. Responding to last week's biblical question. Are you, and I, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, I'll get to that tomorrow. Are you a whole or divided person? I am divided because I have to think about things. This takes away from my faith, which divides me from the confidence God provides in the moment. Thinking is the polar opposite of faith. Amazing. You make a good point, and I'll elaborate on that again tomorrow. But you're right in that everyone who has anger is divided. They're divided. They're not whole. They're not one. But when you overcome the anger... When that spirit of the devil is taken away from you, you will be whole. You won't be in the past. You won't be in the future. You won't um, be up and down. You won't be sad. You won't be lonely. You won't be involved in a war within yourself or anyone else. It's going to be amazing. You won't need uh, defense. You won't be either... Uh, defending yourself or, or or protecting yourself. You would just be a living being. And that's what you were created to be. But you got to overcome the anger. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And from David Andreas, which seems to be a generous donation, love you, Jesse, man. Your little church service is just amazing. <laughs> Much love from Norway. Thank you. Hi, your little church doing? <laughs> That's how the black women do it. It doesn't matter how major your business is, especially if you're a black man. And the black woman, rather than saying, hi, hi, hi's business, <laughs> they would go, because they like to put it down, hi, your little business. <laughs> it could be an empire. <laughs> hi, your little business. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And from Steve Strack, with a generous donation. Thank you, Steve. Does evil have a right to exist? If so, is it then up to me to discern it and not engage with it? Does evil have a right to exist? I don't understand that part of the question. And what was that other part of If so... Is it then up to me to discern it and not engage with it? You should never, ever, 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 but never, ever, ever, ever engage with evil inside yourself and outside of you, inside of other. You're just fighting with the devil. Two devils fighting and you give the devil your life. Never engage with the devil. Amazing. Thank you. And on D-Live from... Evgeny Crosby <laughs> with a diamond. Jesse's little fellowship in one word. Amazing. Amazing. It really was. Podcast yesterday, if you were not there or you were not able to watch it live online, podcast at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And it's only for those who want to overcome the hell that they're in. But if you love your hell, you love your misery, you're not going to be helped by it. It's up to you, but check it out. Thank you. 
And from Evil is Real, John 15.15 makes a joke out of Romans 1.1. Poor Paul. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Okay. And from D. Jabrell NTP with a very generous donation. No message. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hold that thought. Yes, sir. Remember where you... St- what, James? I'm trying to look up uh, Romans 1.1. 1, 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. And that's Romans 1.1. 1, 1. And then John 15 is, henceforth, I, this is Jesus saying, henceforth I call you not servants, for a servant knows not what his Lord is doing. But I've called you friends for all things that I've heard from my father. I've made known unto you. Wow! But I want to see how that makes the joke of Romans one one. Yeah, I missed that too. He's saying that Paul is not a real apostle. Oh, uh, how come? He says Paul is an imposter. Oh, uh, he's a is he a white a black Jew or something? Um, no, he's a wh- white Jew. Oh. No, he's a white uh, man. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Amazing. Hey, did Jesus Christ help anyone be by being an example? Uh, I feel like I feel like the answer should be yes. And why do you feel that way? <laughs> because uh, he um, <laughs> setting an example is kind of eye opening, and so he what was like eye opening that of what's possible of like. Listening to God and stuff like that. It seems like it seems like he did help people by being an example. Okay, because even the Bible says that he's an example. What did the Bible say about that? It says it, it says something to the effect I don't have the quote exactly that he is an example to us. So you're saying yes, Jesus helped by being an example, right? Okay. We're supposed to be Christ-like. Little Christs. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thank you all for your help, your support, your super chats and all that. And we'll finish up the rest on tomorrow. If the Lord is willing and the creek to rise, I do appreciate them. Jeremy is a first-time caller out of Arizona. Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Mays out of Ohio. Robert, a first-timer out of uh, Oklahoma. And the ones that just hung up, I'm out of time. I can't believe the time gone by. That was three hours. It feel like one. It doesn't even feel like one, but it's amazing. The Hake Report is coming up now. The Hake, H-A-K-E Report, dot com. And tomorrow is Country Western Tuesday. I'll be back if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Become your own man. Become your own woman. Get on that straight and narrow and stay there. Endure until the end. Do the silent prayer. www.silentprayer. All right, folks. See you tomorrow. I know we can be perfect just like you. I know we can find a way to man up and stand up. Oh, it's right if we give our plans up I know we can have faith in the unseen While we stand up and get back to the way we were designed to be I know we can find our way I know we can find our way
Stand up, stand up, we got fighting to do We gotta show him who boss He put a viking in you He put that lightning in you Igniting the truth But you beg and blame and lie and hate And never wanna stand for the truth So what you planning to do? You understand in the loop You better go talk to your mama Better stop at the drama Better drop all the trauma Boy, you better stand up and up Put your hand up and hut huh. Cause if you don't then we lose And then we gotta hear the fake news Whoa Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer, and I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it, and then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and holler, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Anytime you have situations happening in your life, always be still. Don't overreact. Most of the people that I know, they say, oh, I know Jesus. I love Jesus. I'm an I'm observer. And as soon as something don't go their way, they get mad. I'm like, what the? If you overreact, folks, remember to do that. Don't overreact. And when you get mad, it's your problem. It ain't your wife's problem, your husband's problem, your neighbor, your friend, your preacher, your teacher. It's your problem. Why do you think you tick? It didn't go your way or the way you think it should go. Don't have a way you think it should go. Let life just happen. Thoughts made you think that life should go the way you want it to go. And if it doesn't, if someone don't do or say or act the way you think they should act, you hate them. And then you blame them for being mad. It's the darnest thing I've ever seen. But it's amazing to see it. So Relax. What an excellent 
Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Thank you, Jesse.